With that, uh, I will now introduce Adelaide Timbrell to the stand uh, to talk economics. Thanks, Adelaide. Over to you. Thanks, Mark. So lots of things happening in the economy at the moment with inflation still being the key challenge. So we have upgraded our consumer price index forecasts um, with headline inflation peaking at the end of this year at 8% year on year. In the near term, flooding effects, higher fuel and electricity prices, the lower Australian dollar, as well as lots of consumer spending within Australia are all going to be contributing to that really strong inflation. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, though. We think inflation will start to decelerate next year. Doesn't mean things will get cheaper, although hopefully certain things like fuel will, um, but it means that the overall speed of prices getting higher will start to slow. Uh, consumer confidence is already very, very, very low. Inflation expectations by households in Australia are at a record high, but it's not actually influencing spending all that much. If you ask people if they're worried, they're going to say yes, but if you have a look into their bank transactions, it's going to look like a big no. So we're seeing ANZ Observe Spending show to pick up in November. We'll be watching very closely to see how Black Friday and Christmas go to understand how people are spending this year and how much the Reserve Bank will be forced to keep increasing interest rates to slow us down. We're currently forecasting that the Reserve Bank will have another four interest rate increases up its sleeve, one in December and then three in the first half of next year, bringing the cash rate to 3.85%. That's really going to squeeze uh, households, uh, increase their interest payments to around 11% of income on average, and it will slow the economy as well. So 2023 is really where, gonna, where we're going to start seeing the penny drop there. It's not going to mean a real abatement of the labour shortage, though. The unemployment rate is currently at 3.5%. We think there's scope for that to get a little bit tighter still. There are 470,000 vacant jobs as at August in the latest quarterly data, so still lots of employers screaming out for workers. We know that immigration will come back uh, next year and will help with skills matching to an extent, but because there are just so many employers out there looking for workers, uh, immigration is not going to be the panacea if you are seeing labour shortages in your business. Uh, we're not seeing that reflected too much in wage growth so far, though we think that will pick up a little bit more, though average earnings per hour are growing at 5% year on year. So the cost of the same job is not growing much over time, but the average uh, hour of pay is going up because the average person is switching into a higher value job. This is one of the reasons that um, households in Australia are still spending so much money. When we look um, more globally, we are expecting to see a global slowdown in 2023 as well. Australia is not going to be the only one slowing down, um, there's going to be much higher risks of recession up in the Northern Hemisphere than there is here in Australia um, with, you know, the Fed and other central banks really delivering much stronger rate hikes than what we're seeing from the Reserve Bank. This is going to be one of the reasons that we think the uh, AUD is going to be under 70 cents against USD all year through 2023. 
So we are expecting a, a little bit further of a dip between now and March next year to 64 cents uh, AUD USD and then drifting up to 68 cents at the end of the year. So great for exports, not so good for inflation because we just import so much, particularly non-food in Australia. And if we can buy that for, you know, if we need more Australian dollars to buy that, that's going to increase prices and squeeze households further. Does it mean they'll spend less on food? Probably not quite as much as what we're going to be seeing in terms of the slowdown in bigger things like holidays, you know, furniture, uh, cars, renovation. So we're still seeing really strong spending everywhere, but food is, is going to be the last one hit. And there generally are some consolation luxuries there as well, which means that agribusiness may actually not be quite as sensitive to, you know, the risk of an economic slowdown or even the small risk of a recession compared to other industries. All right. Thanks a lot, Adelaide. That's fantastic. Uh, a lot going on. In relation to currency, we see weakness in the Aussie versus the US dollar in that low 60s range, which at face value, say, is really welcome and, and assisting our export competitiveness. But how how does this play out for our major exporters, particularly as we consider other trading nations as we trade in other currencies? How's the Aussie performing in that regard? Yeah, so that's a really great question. And if we do look at the Australian dollar against the US dollar as a proxy for what the Australian dollar is doing in the rest of the world, we're probably getting a picture that is a little bit more depreciation than what we're seeing on average. So if we think about the Australian dollar against other currencies, it has still fallen, but really not as sharply as what the Australian dollar is falling against the USD. So there has been some depreciation of the Australian dollar against all currencies, and that's because when the global risk outlook starts to be a little bit more cautious, that tends to hit our dollar to the downside. But the AUD USD also has this extra element where the US dollar in itself against all currencies has been really strong. US dollar is often seen as a safe haven when things go bad. And um, the Fed is also increasing interest rates very quickly in the US. They did 75 basis points worth of hikes in November, which means that the, you know, interest uh, that you get on US dollars in a bank account is higher than what we're seeing in places like Australia. So all of that together means that when we do look at the Australian dollar against the US dollar, it's not just about the Australian dollar being weak, it's also about the US dollar compared to our other export partners being strong. So when we look at you know what we're seeing against Asian currencies, for example, there's not quite as much of a fall. Thank you, Adelaide.